Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Sydney Weiss. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Sparks right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacey Pates. As always, special thanks to Natalie Gilmore, Coordinator of Public Relations and Communications, and Eli Horowitz, the Director of Public Relations and Communications, who will be heard on this podcast because he guides the media through the call with the newest member of the LA Sparks, Erica Wheeler. The former Indiana Fever point guard was undrafted out of Rutgers, yet she reached 1,000 points and 500 assists in less than five seasons. She was also the 2019 All-Star Game MVP. Wheeler and Tamika Ketchings played together for Indiana during Ketchings' final WNBA season in 2016, and Wheeler credits Ketchings' tough love for helping her stick with the fever after getting cut by the Atlanta Dream and receiving very little playing time from the New York Liberty the season before. It wasn't an easy call for Wheeler to make to Tamika Ketchings, her friend, her former teammate, her GM of the Indiana Fever, but as always, the Hall of Famer gave her nothing but support. And that's one thing Erica will share on this show, that and many other things. Just want to say thank you to the media just from being here and having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm super excited, man. I'm super excited. I can't explain how excited I am to be a part of L.A., but first, I'd like to thank um, Indiana Fever and Tamika Ketchens for the years, uh, a good run, you know, a, a great organization. And, um, you know, man, Fish is, he's an amazing dude, man. I just want to thank him for giving me this opportunity to come to L.A. and be in this championship atmosphere. So, um, super excited to be, be in L.A., man, and um, happy to be here, man. Thank you, Erica. We're going to go into Q&A now. We'll start with Tukni Nguyen with the LA Times. Hi, Erica. Congratulations. Looking forward to seeing you in LA soon. Um, what was this negotiation process like? Why was LA the right place for you? Man, first off, as you know, I've been undrafted. So for me, this this whole experience is new. You know, I don't know what it's like to hear my name being called or any of those things. So to be able to have this opportunity is just show the work that I've put in and then just for LA to just consider me, you know, just wanted to call my agent and talk to him and just see how we can get this done. So, you know, it, it's been an amazing process. And um, Fish is a, he's a, he's a basketball player and he's a nice guy. And he came to me straightforward and we had a conversation of a, a mutual, you know, uh, understanding, I, I will say. And I, you know, I talked to my agent, we talked about it. We, we weighed our options out and LA just, seem perfect. You know, I want to win the championship. They know what it's like to win a championship. So I want to be in the atmosphere. Go over to Miriam Swanson with the LA Daily News. Hey, Erica. Welcome to Los Angeles. Whenever, wherever you actually get here, we look forward to watching you. Um, uh, question, how are you feeling? I know obviously last year you had like the COVID thing and went through all that. Like, how are you doing? Man, I feel amazing. I'm, I, like I said, I got um, cleared back in October. I've been playing overseas. This feeling, just being able to be in LA, is the feeling is crazy, it's super unreal. I still can't wrap my head around it. You know, so much stuff been going on the past couple of days, but it's just been, 
I'm blessed. You know, it's just been nothing but great, you know, energy from everywhere, from fans, you know, my family. We, we all super excited. Go to John W. Davis with Windsider. Do you feel like that you and Christy Tolliver and some of the other guards on this team can be interchangeable and play off of each other and and just really support each other on the court? Absolutely. I mean, we're going to go as Fish, you know, tell us to go. Whatever he needs from us, I, that's what we're going to do. Um, and we all versatile. We all, you know, all three of us are different. I mean, me, Tia, and Tolliver, we're different. You know, I think the pick and roll is going to be super dangerous because we know Tolliver can shoot the heck out of the ball. And, you know, my, my ability to come off the pick and roll and shoot the ball and even being able to read. And then Tia, you know, Cooper just being young and just being able to have that urge to want to be great. So I think that we, we definitely versatile. And we'll be back after this message from our sponsor. The Super Bowl is finally here and you can get in on all the action at betonline.ag. Tampa Bay is the first team in history to play for the title on their home field. Of course, led by Tom Brady. He knows a thing or two about winning a title. They are currently a three and a half point underdog against Kansas City and their young quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, are looking for back-to-back titles for the first time in almost two decades. BetOnline has hundreds of props on the game, including game MVP, margin of victory, and even the length of the national anthem. Always available online on your mobile device. Visit BetOnline today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Go to Doug Feinberg with the Associated Press. You talked a little bit to Miriam's question about having Corona and how just you're feeling better now, which is awesome to hear. I'm curious because there's the the U.S. bias in a sense. What is it like playing overseas with the virus going on? I mean, is it there's are there bubbles? Like, what is it like for you being a player? I know, I know you had Corona, so maybe you're not as concerned about getting it. But what's it like being a player playing overseas with this crazy pandemic? Oh, make no mistake, I'm still concerned. You know, I try to be as careful as possible, but it's um. Really, overseas is basketball. Go back home, eat. It's really just that because a lot of things is closed. Nobody in overseas, really in Turkey, have you know restaurants where you can sit down or anything to you know sit down. You just go to the grocery store, in and out. You know, you wear your mask. You just make sure you're careful. Use hand sanitizer. I think you know overseas is pretty good about it. We'll go over to Mike Bresnahan with Spectrum Sportsnet. Hey, Erica, um, how excited are you to, to not only play for a guy like Derek Fisher, who obviously won five championships as a player, but maybe mm-hmm. uh, impart some of his wisdom, uh, you know, play with great players as well, including Shaq and Kobe, just to name a few. I mean, we know Fish is a great guy, and I think that he's definitely going to elevate my game to a whole nother level just with just with his game experience, just from playing the lead and, you know, just pushing me to, to be the best that I can be. And just sitting down and talking to me and talking me through certain things that, you know, I may not know or I may experience in L.A. that he can kind of help me with. You know, he's a pretty smart guy. He knows the game. Sabrina Merchant with SB Nation. I'm curious, uh, you know, was there any concern about coming to the Sparks, you know, given that they had just lost Candace and Chelsea? Or do you see more of that as an opportunity? Um, I'm not concerned at all because regardless of, you know, Chelsea and Gray is going, you know, good luck to them on their, their new journey. But L.A. is L.A. <laughs> you know, they're going to always be good. They're going to always figure out a way to be good. And we still have some key players, you know. Um, yeah, we have some young players, but that's hungry. And we also have some veterans like NECA, you know, Tolliver that, that won championships. So they know what it's like, you know. So for me to be able to be around them and feed off them, their energy, 
of the even the mindset of being a championship, the prep, the preparation. So for me, I think yeah, we lost you know two great players, but we still have what it takes. Chantel Jennings with the Athletic. Um, I was just curious. You and Benai Shalani have been teammates at Rutgers and the Fever. You both had big weeks um, during free agency. I was just curious how much you two have talked over the past few weeks. Well, me and I talk all the time to the point is when she called me, I'm like, what do you want? It's like that. You know, she's she's one of those teammates that are, that's going to be my sister forever. She's uh, super annoying. But when we talked about free agency, it, it was more so like you know, we in a position where we work hard, you know, enjoy it. You know, don't don't stress about it. You know, make the decision that you feel comfortable with. And that's what we did. Brady Klopfer, also with SB Nation. I uh, just wanted to piggyback on John's question from earlier. Uh, playing next to Christy, obviously you two are two of the leading passers in the league in terms of assists. Uh, how comfortable do you feel playing off the ball, and what do you envision that backcourt looking like with two good shooters who are also top playmakers? Absolutely. Playing off the ball, I love that. I, you give me a wide-open shot, please. You know, I'll work hard, work smart, not hard. So her just having the ball, and, you know, it may open up for her even more because – you're not going to help as much off me when you know I can shoot the ball as well. So I think it's just going to open up the game for me and her because if, if you don't guard me straight up, you know, that's easy bucket to the basket. And if you help, I'm going to kick to Colin Tolliver and she's going to knock it down. So I think it's, it's, it's very dangerous, <laughs> honestly. Christina Williams with Girls Talk Sports. Um, I'm just curious. I spoke to Natalie earlier um, on the Minnesota Lynx um, kind of presser. What was that conversation like uh, with Catch? Uh, exit interview, I would say, um, knowing that a few of the other players from that uh, franchise also departed. That conversation with Sketch was was very hard because, as you know, I don't know if you guys read, I'm sure you guys read the, the story or even my letter that I wrote to Indiana Fever that, you know, she was there since day one. You know, some of my toughest moments she helped me get through. So for me to call her and tell her that I wasn't coming back and just really just choosing myself because I'm a player that put everybody before me and I can, I can kind of deal with whatever, whatever, whatever is given to me. So to be able to tell her that, and, you know, almost kind of break her heart in a sense, it was tough because at the end of the day, yes, yeah, she's my GM, but she also was a teammate and also the mentor. So it was kind of hard, but you know, I know she still loved me, you know, and um, she's happy for my journey and that's all we can, that's all it can be. Um, yeah, Candace Parker also talked about the importance of player empowerment, especially during this free agency. Um, and now we're seeing kind of a trend with players just taking control of their own destiny. Can you talk about that? I think it's very important. I think that, you know, it gives the fans and the, the other side of the world an outlook on, you know, we're not just basketball players. You know, we, we kind of control what we, you know, what we want to do and, and how we want to do it. So I think it's very important to even have the media outlet that we have it right now and the excitement around free agency. I think this is the first time it's, it's really like this. So for me, I think it's, it's very important to let us let people know that women, you know, are in control. We'll go to Pavi with H&B Media. Hey, Erica, um, you kind of spoke on it, uh, you know, just mentioning the pick and roll attack and also um, playing off ball. But uh, stylistically, what excites you the most about Derek Fisher's system? Um, can get the ball out and run. You know, she got NECA who's gonna run the floor like just as fast as me. So, I maybe one dribble kick the ball up, it's probably a layup. You know, just that speed. And then with sights, you know, with her speed and her athletic ability to get out and run, I think it's gonna be great. I think he's definitely gonna put some pieces together for us to, you know, take advantage of those um, pieces that we have, just being able to get out and run. 
Thanks. We'll go over to Rachel Galligan with Windsider. I want to kind of take it back to 2019, uh, the all-star run, all-star MVP run. We miss seeing you on the court. We can't wait. But talk to me a little bit about just your progression, not just mentally, but skill set wise, taking that next step in your career. I think the, the main thing for me is staying consistent because, you know, the, the world know now I'm an all-star, so I have to live up to that. And, you know, just staying consistent. I think that's the most important for me. And mentally, you know, I'm, I'm doing well. I, um, I have a great group that, you know, that's behind me that helped me with my mental. So, you know, really it's just be me about being consistent. We'll go to Akeem Glasby with the Indy Star Tribune. Yeah, uh, you mentioned it a little bit, but how much did that, that all-star MVP performance, how much did that just open eyes of the rest of the W to what you're capable of? I mean, I know you were a veteran at the time. And then a second question is just, again, how hard was it to leave Indiana, a place where you really established yourself? Um, Man, all-star opened up everything. You know, <laughs> if you was there, you know, I think it was over 10,000 people. And when I talk, you can hear a pin drop. Everybody was quiet. So I think everybody that was in that gym and all over the world f felt my presence. So I think that definitely opened up everything on the basketball and off the court. You know, so most that that alone, man, it, it, it was amazing. And um, um, like I said, you know, is that's Indiana will forever be home, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I got to do what's best for me for the first time in my life. And, you know, I, I'll forever thank Indiana for helping me get to the point of where I am today. We'll go back to Tukni and you win with the LA Times. Hey, Erica, you, you mentioned being undrafted and we know you've had a long road in the WNBA to get to where you are now. Was there ever a point along that road when you considered, you know, maybe this is, this is all I've had to do in the game and I have to find something else. And what was it that brought you back? Well, I will say getting cut by Atlanta definitely opened my eyes and really just think about it. The, every basketball player dream is to make the WNBA. So here am I, didn't get drafted. You know, I get picked up off a training camp contract and make the team. And then I get cut a couple of months later. You know, that kind of almost discouraged. That would discourage anybody. So for me, man, that, that took, took, that took, the life out of me but I told myself if I ever get another contract I'll never get cut again if I ever get cut again it will, it will be basically because of what a team need not because of how hard I work or my ability to play basketball it'll, it'll just be whatever the team needs because that happens sometimes and then being able to get picked up a month later to from New York you know at the time Bill was there you know I didn't play as much but just to be able to you know, get that light, you know, turn that light back on and say, okay, you know, it's not over. So I think that that being able to go back to New York, that definitely turned the light on. And then I told myself when I go overseas, I, if I get another training camp contract, nobody's cutting me. And, and from there, it's just been amazing. India, I've been in Indiana for four years. Kari Jones Jr. with the LA Sentinel. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, you had left a message to your fan telling them it wasn't an easy decision, you know, to mm -hmm. leave to leave Indy. Can you just elaborate on the thought process, you know, just for you to start your own journeys? I know you said women are, we are, you said women are in control. Can you just elaborate on just what made you want to like, really, I need to start this new journey in Los Angeles? Well, like I said, I, my agent, and the funny thing is I called my brother and my best friend, which is my, you know, basketball trainer as well. I called them too, because they kind of helped me make a lot of decisions, just, you know, rationalize things and just put things in perspective. And they made some good points and the points they made, or, you know, definitely was leading towards, you know, L.A. And we, we sealed the deal there.
go to Camille Buxeda with Slam. One of my favorite things that you do is you put on these incredible camps for a lot of the kids down in South Florida. You got Janaya Barker going this weekend. We were supposed to go see her, but I love her. She's going to go see you at camp. Um, just a question to you. Do you have a plan of taking any of those type of camps to a city like LA, a major, another major market? The crazy thing is my best friend, um, Danny, he said that yesterday. He was just like, yo, we got to do a camp in LA. It's, even if it's outside, we got to do a camp. I'm like, Already? Say, e, what we waiting for? You know, because I actually got a camp on Saturday that's actually sold out. I'm sponsored by Adidas and a couple of my NFL guys, Anthony Walker and Duke Johnson. It's definitely sold out. So, I mean, uh, if we can bring that Miami vibe to L.A. to see what, you know, show them what we're working with. Chris Camello. Your story is obviously very compelling and, you know, really just kind of shows a testament of, of all the hard work. That being said, do you think you could bring something from a leadership aspect to this team, given the fact that they've lost leaders like Chelsea Gray and Candace Parker? How do you see yourself as a leader on this team, both in the locker room as well as on the court? First, you know, me, just me coming at myself. You know, I'm a, a person that works hard, and I, I tend to keep doing that, working hard and bring passion to the game. You, you always see that it's passion. And just being able to, you know, learn my teammates and piggyback because not everybody's the same, you know, learn them, see what drive them, see what push them, you know, see how I can talk to them. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a leader regardless of the matter because I got the ball in my hand most of the time and just be able to put my team, my, my team in a position to win and, you know, help my teammates out and just communicate. I think that's the most important part is to communicate on and off the court. Cause once if you, if you can communicate off the court, on the court, it's just like night and day. So I just think that, you know, as we spend time with each other and learn each other, I think we'll be okay. Raymond Lyons made for the W. Just wanted to ask, you know, have you kind of just had time to reflect on your journey up to this point? You know, like you brought up your your challenges when you first got into the to the W, then um, of course the um the uh the all-star MVP, and now you're kind of moving into to this next phase of your career playing for one of the cornerstone franchises. Just like, what's what's your thoughts when you just kind of take all this in? Honestly, when I think about it, I'm just like, I, it's no words for it. Like, I don't think I just sat, that, sat down and just soaked in everything yet because these past couple of days have been just super busy for me. So I haven't sat down and soaked it in yet. But when I think about it, I'm just like, like, like I don't know. I just want to go crazy, but, you know. I don't know, man. Once I sit down and soak in it, we can probably answer that question again. But I really just don't know, man. I'm just super excited and super happy and blessed to be in this position, man. We'll go to Megan Hines with the Swab Report. Welcome to LA. Um, I just want to ask, what's one thing that you want Sparks fans to know about you and how important is it for you to connect with the community with your foundation as well? Well, LA... Just know that you're going to get a player that's going to play with passion and that, that the will to want to win on all experts, on all, on, all, on, on all levels. I'm sorry. And that I'm always play hard. You know, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a play hard to the end. And even with my foundation, um, the Willow Kids Foundation, as you know, of course, we do camps. We did a couple of things in the community. Definitely want to get out in the community in, in, in L.A., and, you know, let them know I'm here. You know, I'm here for the community. I'm willing to talk, you know, take a couple of visits to visit some kids to just to inspire them to, you know, do and be whatever they want to be. I'm a prime example that, you know, doors can get shut in your face at any given time. But as long as you keep moving and you find another door to walk through, anything is possible. And I think I'm a living proof, a walking proof of that.
Carolyn Bullock with Focus Hoops. In your Players' Tribune essay, you talked about creating an unstoppable pick and roll convo with Necker, which I'm sure everyone's excited to see. How exciting is it for you as a player to be in a position to play with someone like Necker and her experience? Oh, first off, nice accent. It's pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think it's going to be dangerous because um, Necka has some really great hands. And as I said earlier, me coming off the pick and roll, me, my ability to be able to shoot, you're not going to go under the screen. You're going to come over. And if the big is too low, I'm going to take the shot. And even if the big heads me, that means Necka's maybe by herself alone. So either the pocket pass, I'm sitting here speaking basketball term. But I think it's going to be amazing, man. Just running through my head and just seeing how teams will guard me, I think it is going to be amazing. Um, teams is going to have to really guard us, you know, honest. Well, to Sylvia Guevara. Um, I know your basketball camp is coming up. What mm -hmm. advice do you have for young girls that want to play basketball and current basketball players? Um, watch, watch WNBA. That's the first thing you need to watch the WNBA. <laughs> dream to want to be in the WNBA, but most kids don't even watch it. Like, how you set a dream to say, oh, I want to be the next whoever when you're not even watching it? You know, I think that it's important that they watch, you know, basketball and also, you know, put in the extra work. You know, go out to these camps, whether it's men's or women's camps, go out to these camps and learn different skills and put in extra work always. Just because you work with your coach an hour, two hours, it's another hour you need to put in because at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's hard for the women's size. You know, it's it's not we were up and coming as far as money wise, but it's so it's a billion and one players that want to be in this league, and it's 144. So what makes you special to be in this league amongst this 144? How are you gonna outwork the 144? Because regardless of the matter, it's only 144 spots. Somebody has to go. Who spot are you gonna take? How do you make yourself special enough to take someone's spot? So extra work, put in the extra work. Thank you so much, Erica. We've gotten to all the media, so I just want to thank the media. Um, Eric, if you have any final words, and we'll uh, wrap up. Hey, man. Hey, I'm super excited. I can't wait to get to L.A. I might tell Derek I don't even need no days off before I after overseas. I might just come right away. That's how excited I am. And um, I just can't wait. I just can't wait for the season to see what it's, you know, it's going to bring us. And super excited, man. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Erica, and thank you to all our WNBA media for outstanding coverage throughout this free agency period. And thank you once again, Eli, for guiding the media through these calls. As always, it is much appreciated. What an exciting time. Free agency has been wild, and it's not done yet. We're going to keep you posted on all the news and notes around the W, especially with your L.A. Sparks. And while the decision to leave Indiana was difficult, Erica is... Certainly grateful to the Fever for giving her the opportunity to show what she's capable of. And for the first time in her career, she had her choice of where she wanted to play. Welcome to LA, Erica. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for loving on people in my city for four seasons in Indiana. Thank you for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacey Pates for Sydney Weiss. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SwissBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. 
Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Go Sparks! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.